It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Pod. Network. Ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention now to the microphone behind home plate. And please welcome one of America's premier entertainers, Grammy Award winner, Lee Greenwood. Just my children and my wife Thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today, cause there ain't no doubt I love this land, God bless the USA. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA, where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say. Proud to be an American who at least I know I'm free and I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me and I glad 
Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and welcome to Just Thinking. Man, it's great for uh, of you to participate with me today in a wonderful show. Uh, it's a Fourth of July show here in America, and Fourth of July is uh, you know Independence Day. <laughs> Excuse me, in the United States, and uh, I guess this would be like Bastille Day in uh, France, or you know other days that are important in other countries. Uh, when uh, just a major event, you know, happened. And of course, in our country, it's, it's the uh, 4th of July in 1776, the United States, you know, declared its independence from, from Great Britain and went on this crazy journey, which we call democracy, and uh, which is really American democracy, since there's uh, a couple of different kinds of democracies. And uh, if you're a citizen like I am of, uh, of America, of the United States of America, it uh, is very sobering uh, to to look at this uh, great system that we've had for a long time, and to see how the people in our country have uh, struggled to try and uh, make some order and balance some things and do right by the system of American democracy. And I was watching um, uh, some of the candidates. Uh, in one of the debates or somebody on one of the talk shows, um, I, I think it might have been Senator Warren, and uh, she had two beautiful questions that uh, I wanted to address on this show for the 4th of July, and uh, I think they encompass just about everything uh, that relates to the 4th of July and America and democracy and uh, where we see things going or what we think is right or wrong. Uh, but she says two things really need to be answered uh, by the citizens and, and, and by us. You know, uh, what kind of country do we want? You know, what kind of country, what type of system do we want? And what is our vision of the country? What is our vision of the United States? And my goodness gracious, that has changed so much from uh, those early days in the uh, latter part of the 18th century when we were busting loose from the greatest power that the world had known at that time with uh, Great Britain and, uh, you know, forming our fledgling country uh, and all through, you know, the War of 1812 and the Civil War and World War One and Ameri America emerging to be a, uh, you know, a superpower and going from coast to coast and making purchases in Alaska and other places and getting involved in colonialism and all kinds of crazy things. We've been on a wild journey, uh, you know, in many ways. 
But you know, what's guided us through that whole thing is uh, this notion of uh, what kind of country do we want? And what we have, and I guess what we've wanted, is uh, American democracy. And if you start off with just the idea of a democracy, a democracy is a government by the people. Uh, it's exercised either directly or through elected representatives. And, uh, you know, in ancient Greece, uh, you know, demos means uh, people. And it means that, you know, each person who was a citizen had a vote. You know, one person, one citizen, one vote, and every citizen had the opportunity to vote. Well, here, because of the size of our country, we can't do that. We have to have, um, we have to have uh, representatives to represent us, and uh, we have some subtle differences. So the United States is in what we call a direct democracy, um, in the sense of a country in which laws are made by just a majority vote. It's, it's you know, made by our representatives. They vote for us uh, in these kinds of things. You know, uh, that's the kind of country I want. I like, I, I like American democracy. Uh, you know, uh, what are the foundations of American democracy for me, you know, and for you? It's a government in which all or most of the citizens participate directly. You know, that's the kind of country that I want. I don't want the kind of a country where 40% of the people don't vote or don't care or aren't informed or don't give a shit or are lying or uh, involved in double dealing or whatever. I want a government in which all the citizens or most of the citizens who are able, of course, not everybody's able at, you know, at all times, uh, a system of government where we elect representatives and leaders to make decisions about the laws for all people. Because there's a balance between when you have large numbers of people, there's a balance between our individual liberty and, you know, order. And that's just a reality. And I want that in this country. I want laws and I want order. And I, I you know, I, I want fairness and I want people to have an input into that where I get a chance to elect decent representatives and, uh, you know, they do their job. So that's one of the foundations of American democracy. And, and you know, you can certainly check that out for yourself. Now, there's other foundations for American democracy. And uh, I want to see those uh, implemented appropriately, like they have been sometimes in the past, you know, better at some times than others. And these foundations, you know, if you if you look them up or you do some studies in, in civics or you, you just try to educate yourself again in terms of what is our country about? How, you know, how should it act? You know, what are the what are the the, the, the few points that we that we need in order for our country to to function properly? One of the things that we need is we need social equality. Yeah, that's really important. And that's in our Constitution, our Bill of Rights. It's in the Declaration of Independence. It's implied in there. It's a democracy is based on social equality. You know, people are treated equally. Not that all people are equal. Some people are, you know, are smarter than others. Some people have more money than others or whatever. But socially, as, as human beings, as members of the society, socially, there's equality. Another thing in a democracy there's supposed to be a majority rule. Yeah, there are times if you don't like President Trump, 
you're going to have a President Trump or a President Obama or a President Bush or Jimmy Carter or somebody else that you don't like, but that the majority of people or the majority of the system, maybe it was the Electoral College, uh, you know, and not the, the citizen majority or the popular vote, but with the system that we have, that person becomes the person who's elected due to majority rule. That's the way it goes. And over time, uh, our American democracy, you know, goes to the left, it goes to the right, it stays to the middle. And if it works properly, it's balanced. It doesn't all go in one direction. You don't want the, you, you don't want the country uh, going all progressive all the time. You don't want it going all conservative all the time. You want it going in the directions that the citizenry and the representatives thinks that it should go in. And that's the kind of country that I want to have. The kind of country that our founding fathers outlined, the kind of country that good leaders, uh, you know, uh, people with the correct moral principles and value systems know we should be heading in. We have to protect minority rights. That's right in the five foundations of democracy. You have the majority that rules, but not at the expense of punishing and cheating and stealing from and manipulating the minority. They don't do that. They don't do that in a democracy. Even when, you, even when you're in the minority, the expectation is, well, the majority may rule on certain decisions that they've made, but that your interests are also at heart and you're also listened to and you're also treated fairly. And that you have the right within the system to vote other people out or challenge these things in the courts or do different things because the system is set up not only for the majority, but for the minority. The foundations of democracy in our country also depend upon freedom and integrity. It means that you don't call members of the press the fake news. You don't threaten people. You don't take people away and put them in prison or violate their rights to speech. You don't do things like gerrymandering. You don't try and use voter suppression. You don't, uh, you know, uh, you don't uh, sit there and embrace breaking the law or criminal behavior or things like that. Along with freedom, one of the foundations of democracy, of a good democracy, is integrity. Where I know if you're in the majority rule and I'm a minority, I can say that I don't agree with you, but I know that you're a person of integrity. So when you look at these foundations for democracy that we're supposed to have, all of these things have a common basis in, in the principle of mutual respect for one another and understanding that it's not a mob, that it's not one side, that it's not a tribe, that we respect diversity as well. There's a mutual respect on all sides for that diversity. That's the kind of a country that I want to live in. You know, how about you? Do you want to live in the kind of country where, where you're calling people names, you're calling the press fake, you're calling to impeach the president. You're shouting over people like, uh, you know, uh, was happening in Pennsylvania in their state assembly the other day. Just, just terrible behavior towards one another. Uh, rallies and things where people, uh, you know, are saying despicable things, or protesters who punch people out or hurt other folks and do things like that. Is is that the kind of country that that you want? that you tell people to drink from a, a, a toilet, 
or you call other countries shitholes, or you tell other people that certain people in the country or should be treated less than others, or if you're putting their head in the squad car just to bang it there, don't be too careful with them. Do you want a country where the only people that you sit there and praise uh, constantly are the police and the military? They're very important, like other people are. But do you want a militaristic government? Do you want a government where uh, everything is, if you don't do what I say, we're going to blow the shit out of you? Is that what you want? Is that what our founding fathers wanted? Is that the kind of democracy that you want on the 4th of July? Is that what our the sons of liberty, uh, you, you know, uh, you know, fought the, the greatest power on the face of the earth? Was it to have a big military parade? Remember George Washington, our first president, you know, the commander in chief of the Continental Army. When he was elected president, they asked him to be king. Kind of the thing that some of the presidents in our uh, time seem to want to be, you know, perhaps like President Trump, perhaps like other presidents at times, and maybe you have one that you think they wanted to rule like a king. He could have been king of America. He knew he didn't want that. He wanted a democracy. We were the most enlightened country in the civilized world, America, in 1776. We were the grand experiment. We were the, the thing that everybody wanted to be in Europe wanted to get rid of all those rulers and barons and unfair practices and, you know, inherited rights that had nothing to do with these fundamental principles. We broke the mold for all of that stuff. That's what our country was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be uh, a monarchy. It was supposed to be the kind of country where everybody is assumed to have some fundamental worth, where everyone is worthy of being part of our democracy, where there is an equality of all persons under the system. Everyone had equal opportunity and legal equality. It wasn't where a poor person spends the rest of their life in jail because they're black or poor or Hispanic or poor white trash and somebody else gets away with things. We were supposed to be treated equally, regardless of our gender, our religion, or our race. So women were not supposed to be, uh, you, uh, you know, in, in this day and age, we're supposed to interpret that appropriately, is that women, uh, you know, shouldn't be paid less than men, or religion should be treated differently than a non-religious person, or one race is better than another. It's also the understanding, and my hope, that we, once again, go over, we know the majority rule and minority rights, that we need to compromise for things. There has to be compromise when you have the size of a country that we have. You can't force other people, you know, to do things on all levels. You have to look for a common ground and you have to provide for individual freedoms of people. And that's why some people who are arch conservatives, they want states' rights so much from the federal government. They're not monsters. There has to be a compromise. They don't want to be a, a, a democratic, socialistic uh, country. They, they want American democracy. Regardless of what you call it, they don't want the federal government telling them what to do in their states. On some things, that has to be. On other things, not. And I agree with that. Those are the things that I want. Those are the things that I think are very, very 
important. And you know, when you put that all away, when you put it all together, what we're really talking about is balancing liberty, your personal liberty, my liberty, and order. I, I know people, uh, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm friends with, uh, you know, who are libertarians and they're anarchists and things like that. They don't want any government. And I say, hey, uh, I don't know how you do that. Because from the beginning, the U.S. government has attempted to balance individu individual rights and liberties with the government power necessary to do what they have to do. And as the Constitution says, to establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, and provide for the common defense. You know, the Declaration of Independence, when we celebrate the 4th of July, that was a statement by the Founders' beliefs in the natural rights of people and their individual liberties. The Founding Fathers, the Constitution, these documents that talk about laws and how we think about our American democracy. You know, the early American statements, they attempted to build a government that was strong enough to sustain itself without infringing on citizens' rights and liberties, you know? And a lot of those things have to do with natural rights. Maybe that's what women feel with the, about abortion or, or other issues that we have, or people who are gay, or people who may say, I don't wanna serve this particular person because of their behavior. See, I'll take both sides of things. I wanna be in a country where you can discuss those things intelligently and say, how does that, re you know, how does that relate to my personal liberty and order in the government? Am I hurting anybody if I say I, I don't want to serve somebody because of, you know, not because of their color, but because of some other reason? I'm not looking to answer that question now. I'm just bringing it up. This is 4th of July. If you live in America, if you're a citizen of America, if you're listening to this show in Russia or Italy or someplace in Africa or someplace in England or someplace where there's a monarchy or someplace where your government is uh, totally in a state of disarray, uh, I can tell you, I'm 69 years old. It's been wonderful growing up in America for the most part. The freedoms that I have, that I've had, that I continue to have are incredible. I, I wouldn't move any other place in the world. I don't think we need to make America great again. I don't think we need to go back in time. I want a, I want a country that understands what the founding fathers wanted, what, the, what our American democracy is supposed to be about. I don't want people's head buried in a phone, playing a video game, or not paying attention to the things that they need and ignoring their duties as a citizen. That's what I would like for my country. And I hope it touches a nerve with you. The second part of the question, I don't think is a long thing to answer. And uh, Senator Warren said, what's your vision of the country? I can remember as a little boy uh, looking at President Eisenhower on television and Vice President Nixon and uh, being so proud of them. 
you know, there were so many things going on. And I, I, I knew from being in school, we pledged allegiance to the flag. We went to religious education. We, uh, you know, I was involved in the president, the first president's physical fitness thing because the Russians were, you know, <laughs> they were our enemy and things like that. And I'm sure they were, were doing things like that. But, oh, my God, we, we certainly loved our country and we loved our president. Uh, I can remember meeting people who were congressmen and everything that my father, uh, you know, through his associations knew. And boy, I respected the hell out of them. And, you know, the, the cop on the corner and everything else like that. Uh, I know that's old fashioned. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to listen to the show and have no idea what that's like. But no, nah, those institutions, they were the foundations of, of, of a very safe time of a very safe time, of a very good time, uh, you know, for lots of people. And then for lots of other people, particularly uh, African-Americans and other people, no, the United States did not follow through on any of those foundations for American democracy that they were supposed to. So for those people, it was perfectly dreadful and scary and awful. So what's my vision? My vision is to take those things that I was afforded, that I guess you'd call white privilege now, even though I was poor white uh, in this country, and see those things expanded into the 21st century, to see people have safety and honor and understanding of what their country is about and respect for their country. I can remember everybody who came to this country uh, just coming to America uh, that was the dream of so many people coming to America. It was their goal. It's what everybody wanted to do, to visit America, to see the great experiment that was America, to see the power of America. And I don't mean the, just the military power of America, that America was a country of winners. It was a country of people, of steel mills and putting people on the moon and, and doing all kinds of things. And even dark times like, uh, you know, times of Vietnam and other times, there was always this thing that we were moving towards something better. We were moving towards outer space. We were moving towards a cleaner environment. We were moving towards a better world. We were moving towards eradicating hunger. We were moving towards making the world safe for democracy. Remember that one? I, I, I don't see that anymore. I don't see that romanticism anymore about America. I don't see that uh, that whimsy, that beautiful aspiring that many of uh, the great leaders had and people had for America, the way that they would portray it and uh, things that people strive for, you know, when they dream about something, when they love something. Now I see a, a, a country where people want to isolate themselves from people, where people are just money, money, and money, and self-centeredness, and foolishness, and microaggressions, and a lack of being intellectual, or appreciating education, or appreciating science, or other things. It's just very, very uh, disheartening with that. Not the sturdy, strong, forward-thinking America. I think we can get that back. And that's my vision for America. So for the 4th of July, thanks for listening for 22 minutes. 
to this show. Uh, maybe it'll mean something to you, and maybe you're saying, hey, that's just Stan bullshitting about something. But that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about all the history uh, of our country, all the wonderful things that we've done and all the good deeds and how we've inspired the rest of the world to do so many things, as well as all the dastardly, creepy, crummy, rotten, slimy things that we've done like every other country. But we also put out a dream for a lot of people that uh, had them really aspire to do incredible things. And I think we need to put that out again. I think we need to think it through and we need to be authentic. We need to go back to our foundations and civics and understand what our duties are as being members of this great country, this great experiment in democracy. And that's what it is, an experiment. Because, you know, we can lose it. It can be broken. It can be torn apart. And it's not going to be torn apart by Russia. It's not going to be torn apart by uh, Germany or, you know, or uh, climate change. It's going to be torn apart by our lack of effort, our lack of morality, our lack of good values, our lack of hard work and critical thinking, and our self-centeredness. So for 4th of July, if you want to be a patriot, remember you still live in probably the greatest place on the face of the earth and certainly the greatest experiment in democracy. Uh, you have to work a little bit. You and me, we owe it to this great system to do right by it. So happy 4th of July, fire up some fireworks like I did when I was a kid, and maybe I'll do again, and just don't blow your hand off. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to take Thursday and Friday off and give you a break from listening to me, as uh, rather a Friday and Saturday off, and I'll have a show for you on Sunday, and uh, we'll get back to thinking about some things. So wherever you are in the world, God bless, have a good one, and you know what? Happy birthday, America. Uh, God bless you and thank you for all you've provided to me and my family and everybody in our country. May you be strong and live forevermore. Bye-bye now. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. 
Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms.